going to name a group of my kids after my favorite cartoon. I'm going to name a bunch of them after Transformers. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, just to be like, Optimus Prime, come here for a second. I want to talk to you. Come here, you sit next to Megatron. We're going to have a little chit-chat right here, okay? This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode 35, recorded April 9th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. Damn the shed! Is this life-sized human-sized or life-sized optimist-sized? This is Matrix Prime. Power 64. D-Buster Prime. This is Pirate TV Pro, signing out. Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime. And on this week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Hi there. And Pirated TV Pro. Howdy do, howdy do. Howdy doody. Charming. <laughs> okay, so on to the news. First news story, a fan convention announces its guests. Icon 1 has revealed two of the guests who will be appearing at the convention. These guests include Venus Herzo, voice of Black Arachnia, and Bob Budiansky. Is that right? Bob Budansky, I think. Yeah. A comic book writer, editor, and illustrator. Icon 1 will be taking place on July 7th through the 8th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. More info can be found at icon1.com. Where 1 is spelled out. 1-N-E-O-N-E. Yes. Yeah, 1-N-E. 1-N-E. Awa flub. But with Pirate TV Pro. Next story, mystery listing. In the Toys R Us computer system. A recent listing in the TRU computer system hints at a two-pack of Beast Wars figures. The item is listed with a price of $39.99. It's unclear at this time what exactly this item is. It might be a two-pack of the new molds of Primal and Megatron for the Beast Wars uh, classic line, or whatever the hell that's being called. Or it may be the western release of the Japanese Beast, War- Beast Wars Reborn figures. Hey, how come you didn't read the item description? X... Tra <laughs> Optimus Primal versus me. Come on, I put that in there so you had to read it. Uh, me, okay. it's probably Megatron. <laughs> yes. Okay, next no, story. No, it's Optimus Primal versus a mirror. Yes. Yes. Story three. Cybertron Soundwave has hit stores. The long-awaited toy is popping up in several states across the U.S., including Texas, Kentucky, and California. So if you live there, be on the lookout. And if you want to know if the figures have been spotted in your area, check out the sightings threads and the various other TF news sites. And our fourth story, Giant Planet Minicon pictures surface. The images come courtesy of the Japanese Transformer Image Board. The pictures are part of the figures in both robot... Awa flub. The pictures are... <laughs> the pictures are of the figures in both robot and vehicle modes, as well as in packaging. These figures are part of Wave 8 of Cybertron and should be in stores in the next few months. <laughs> okay, story number 5, a second chance at THS-02. In a post by JRS Toy World on the AllSpark, it was revealed that Takara will be producing a second run of the THS-02 convoy figure. The scheduled time period for this second run is July, but there isn't an exact date at this time. If you missed out on the figure the first time, this is your chance to get it now, so you can pre-order the figure at several online toy stores, including JRS Toy World. And our final story for the week, 
Rare G2 figures on eBay. The Hartman brothers have decided and are continuing to sell off some of the rare G2 figures. Last week they sold First Aid, which went for over $3,000, and this week we have Protectabot Groove Up for sale. The figure is one of the, the figures are all G2 figures that never made it past the sample stage, but the ones in this collection all seem to be the ones that were fully packaged and prepped for marketing. As of this exact moment, the price on Groove is $760. As of 6.30 p.m. on Sunday evening. <laughs> now, the one thing I wanted to bring up that, that wasn't listed in the news uh, was we got an, an official casting call for Prime Directive, which seems to be the shooting name of uh, the Transformers movie. A lot of time, uh, movies will do this so that... You know, if uh, somebody comes in and they say, we're shooting Transformers the movie, they're like, oh, that's a big budget movie. We can charge them, you know, an arm and leg. If they come in and uh, say that uh, we're Prime Directive and we're a smaller movie, they can get better deals sometimes. So we got a couple more uh, people in there. Officer Jorge Figueroa, Glenn's grandma, uh, Mr. Hosny, Big Ronda, Bobby Bolivia, Mousevood which is a uh, a Bedouin name. So uh, just a couple smaller things to uh, flesh out the character line and show that it's going to be a, a more international movie because uh, some of these characters are uh, uh, Arab and, uh, you know, all over the globe. So should be interesting. Are, is it just me or at least two of those names major fan community references? They look like it. I think it's just you. Die. <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think about the mystery listings Ooh, in Toys R Us? Um, do you think it's going to be... I, I'm, I'm kind of assuming that it's going to be the Optimus Prime and Megatron that we've been seeing uh, yeah. are going to be the packaged together. I don't think it'll be the uh, new molds. You don't think you don't? it'll be the new molds? I think the new molds will be the same price as the ones we've already seen. And will be basically the same price as we've been seeing. I just repeated myself, didn't I? <laughs> so, so what is this going to be then? I have no idea, but it might be them bringing over the uh, Optimus Primal versus Megatron set from uh, Japan. The reason I don't think it'll be the new molds is that they're still about the same size as the previous ones. And uh, Deluxes are currently going for about 10 bucks. These have been going for about 15 which will easily cover the added price of the molding for the new figures and any extras that might go into it. But at the price of 20 a pop, I think that would be just asking way too much for the new figures, and I don't think Hasbro's going to try to ask that much for them. But you think that the the Beast Wars Reborn figures are worth $20 a pop? Well, Megas are 20 How big are those figures? Uh, at least mega-sized by current standards. They were ultras at that point, so... Two of them together, that's two megas, 40 bucks. Sounds about right, doesn't it? What were you saying, Matrix? I was just asking how big they were. But I already answered. So. Well, I thought that they had been shrunk down for... That well, was for the Robot Masters. Smaller the versions. Japanese ones that were just released recently are the exact same size as the original ones and just remolded a bit. All right, then. So, Matrix, <laughs> it's a convention in uh, Fort Wayne. Can we assume you're going to be there? I'll be there. It's like an hour and a half, two hour drive from me. So not bad at all. Nope, same location as BotCon 02, so... Nice. No. It would be nice if there were uh, more Transformers fan conventions in Orlando, mm. but... Uh... No, I would be going, but the week after, 
there's a convention really close to me. Like, uh, last year I biked to it. <laughs> so you saved yeah. on gas, huh? Well, I didn't have my driver's license yet that year. Ah. I was behind on getting it. Anyway. What ended up happening... You, you failed the driving test, right? No, I just never bothered to take it. Ah. My state has a requirement where you have to have, like, 50 hours of behind-the-wheel experience. And I didn't bother getting it until well after I the convention was over, so... Okay, so back on topic. Yeah, anyway... <laughs> The convention I am going to try to go to apparently has David Kay as one of the guests, so eh, still a Transformers connection. And what's the name of that convention? Akasukan. Akasukan. Uh, so giant planning minicons. No, that must excite you, Matrix. Oh yeah, more minicons. I can't wait. And I think that says just about <laughs> enough for that. <laughs> did yeah. I kill the discussion on that or what? Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think. Well, I think I don't think. I don't know. I, I guess when uh, when we do get the new person in here, we need someone who absolutely loves Minicons <laughs> so they can talk about them. Cause... What about Soundwave? I was thinking about... Uh, well, I was, oh, I was I've thinking... got it. I know who we should get for the new guy. We need someone who hates Beast Machines and loves Minicons, right? Mr. Blood. I think so. <laughs> That's like all there is to his personality. <laughs> and now we're going to get hate mail from him. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, yep, did... We are. Did any of you guys pick up the uh, THS-02 in the first time around? No, I did not. I've got, I've got to tell you, knowing that it sold out makes it slightly more tempting to jump on it now if it's going to be harder to find later yes, on. Yes, I, I did pre-order for the second wave already. So. Oh, you did? Yes. See? So so there is something to be said. Because I, I, like I said before, I was thinking about it. It's, it's one of those things that I, I would feel better about if I saw it in person before I bought it. But knowing that so many people bought it and it might be harder to find later on, it, it's kind of tempting me. Tempting me a bit. Buy it, buy it, buy it. But. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, uh, so no other news then? Uh, Soundwave, anybody going to be going out Soundwave hunting? Oh, yes, yeah, Soundwave. I was bringing up Soundwave. I'm not going to go out and look for it. There's no chance in hell I'm ever going to find it. I've been seeing actually a decent amount of stuff showing up in my area. I spotted a uh, ransack a few days ago. Didn't have any money with me, so I couldn't get it, but. Um, I picked up some new ones a few days ago, and it looks like my place is actually getting a decent amount of stock in. Not being the first with anything or anything like that, but decently new stuff. Soundwave would probably kind be... Of a... Somebody want to say something? <laughs> I was just going to say that Soundwave is probably going to be the last Cybertron figure I pick up. If, if I can find it. I'm kind of along the lines of waiting until it's kind of saturated, and then I'll go out looking for it, seeing as how... Because we're down here in the penis of the United States, everything <laughs> seems to trickle down here eventually. About four months after, it's in every place else. So that's a disturbingly fleshed-out metaphor. It's you hear it a lot down here. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Soundwave and and store buying and searching, our discussion topic this week is uh, going to have to relate to that, um, but more about where you buy your toys. Uh, where online and in real life do you prefer to shop? Where do you purposely try not to shop? Um, what do you guys think? you have any favorites or, you know, complete horrible disfavorites, unfavorites, whatever? Well, around here I tend to be a shopper of opportunity, and I just head to whatever store I'm going to be closest to if I'm out somewhere for any other reason. 
as far as actually going out for the specific purpose of looking for Transformers, my main choice is usually Toys R Us. It's right next to a mall that has the KB toys in it, but I try to avoid that unless I'm in the mall for another reason, because they overcharge by a lot. But the Toys R Us is actually pretty good. They managed to get a decent amount of stock in. They were the first place in my area to have any of the Cybertron toys. They've got a nice big display case really close to the entrance, which means I can get in and out pretty fast. And uh, For your five-finger discount? No. Okay. We know where you're heading, though. <laughs> that silence was golden. <laughs> okay, so for me, um, I mostly shop at Meyer, which is located here in the Midwest. They seem to get a pretty good um, selection of Transformers in. They're not really up-to-date, but they do get quite a bit. And aside from there, probably Toys R Us, since they seem to get most everything new. But other than that, I mean, no place else around here gets anything worth buying. you have any Targets around your place? Oh, Target is the worst. Yeah, my Target's usually actually pretty good about that. Uh, not mine. Yeah. They, they hardly keep any Transformers stocked at all. Mm. That sucks for you. Yeah, that, that was going to be mine, was that the, the Target around here is usually the best about keeping stuff up to date, especially recently, um, as stuff comes out. A lot of places will hold it back until what they have sells, but they put just about everything they get, it seems, out, so it's a little bit easier to find things as they uh, slightly closer to uh, when everyone else is. But um, the the worst place around here um, has to be the KB. The The aisles are like you know, 12 <laughs> inches across. Um, Toys sitting on the floor? Yeah, and the, <laughs> the only things that they have are the, are the constructor cons, and uh, some old, really old universe toys and Beast Machines toys. So, now, now what about uh, online stores? What do you guys prefer? Uh, Stuck a Kid has been pretty nice when I've dealt with them. Uh, I bought something from them shortly after we did the cross promotion with them, and they had great service. I got something I'd been looking for for a while, and came in a very short amount of time for a good price. Yeah, I, I like Stuck a Kid, and I used to like Big Bad Toy Store, but their their prices have seemed to have gotten kind of outrageous. So I've I've kind of moved over to JRS Toy World. I keep an eye on Big Bad Toy Store for whenever they have a sale. I always like grabbing some of the older stuff from there that I didn't have a chance to grab the first time around. They usually seem to be a bit more reasonable on that kind of stuff, and even then their pricing still pretty good. Although I'm kind of disappointed they got rid of the uh, one time one price for no matter how much you want to ship. Yeah, I, I really like that, and I was kind of upset that they got rid of it, too. Um, as far as the ones I frequent the most, um, probably Amazon.com and and uh, Walmart.com, just because I don't know why. <laughs> Amazon's pretty nice. I'll check. It's almost like shopping at a retail store, where if I'm there for something else, I'll check and see if they have any Transformers, and if I'm going to pick something up, I might throw a Transformer into my shopping cart for the hell of it. Yeah, I think that might be one of the reasons why, because I'm on there so often, it's just easy for me to, you know, in Firefox, throw up a search on Amazon.com for alternators and see what shows up. And, and the shipping is dirt cheap, too. Exactly. And and that's one of the things that, that I I really pay attention to when I'm shopping online, is how much shipping is going to give me, because there's a lot of places that will just completely gouge you on shipping, but 
you know, if you buy two alternators at at Amazon, the shipping's free. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to kind of uh, look over things and, mm-hmm. and start fleshing it out. Speaking of places with weird shipping, how about the official stores, the uh, Hasbro Toys Store website and the uh, club website? I haven't bought anything from either. So The Hasbro Toy well, Shop, um, I think it was about $6 or so to ship um, Astro Terrain. So I guess it's about about the same that you get anywhere else. Okay. Yeah. I know the uh, well, I know club the, store uh, just improved their international prices. Right. They're much, much, much better. Uh, they used to be astronomical, and and now they're actually they're 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 very reasonable. So that's, didn't, that's something that a lot of fans were talking about. And didn't they, they say they, before yeah. though that um, the prices they were offering were the best that they could do? Yeah, yeah. they did. So what was that all about? They lied. <laughs> Apparently it was the best they could do at the time. Ah, uh, so, I see. Uh, a fan actually went and listed to them exactly where they could get better deals. And did it three times before they noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, fan. Whoever you may be. I think it was GB yes. Blackrock. Well, thank you. The, truthfully, like when I'm when I'm searching online, the Hasbro Toy Shop and, and the collector's club place are the the last places on my mind like i truthfully usually if i if i'm looking for a harder to find something like uh when i were, was importing you know japanese beast wars toys i would go to the the sites that were you know closely most closely aligned to to fans i believe it was big bad toy store uh was the one that i would uh shop with the most um back then but i've heard so many people complaining about about both of them, but the fact that the Hasbro Toy Shop is going to start supposedly having more exclusive toys and exclusive re-releases and such um, bodes well for them. Yes. Is so that all we have to say about stories? I think so. Stories. Stories. Well, that's PPD better. Th- flub. <laughs> now you got to actually make the video file for that. Yeah, for those of us who don't know what we're talking about, check out the enhanced version. Uh, of last week's show, well, and now this week's show. <laughs> um, who what? Nothing. A what? Nothing. On to the hour review? On to the hour review. Sure, let's go on to my review thingy. I'm doing a Cybertron Defense Hotshot this week, right? Yeah, I'm doing Cybertron Defense so? Hotshot this week. Well, it's either that or Downshift. Which one do you want me to do? Go with Hotshot. Cybertron Defense Hotshot. Okay. <laughs> Vehicle mode's pretty nice. Looks rugged. Seems like he might be a bit cooler if he was bigger, but as far as the size goes, I'm a cheap bastard, so I probably wouldn't have bought him if he was a bigger size class. So it seems to be working for him. The uh, nice gunner turret that seems to be on the top works. Kind of cool as boosters, too, which is mentioned as key information and also uh, kind of helps it not seem like he's completely abandoned his uh, personality from the first half of the series for having a bigger gun. Transformation's pretty simple. I mean, it's exactly the same as his car version, which is a nice nod to that, but it's not really anything clever or innovative or anything like that. The guy's armed to the teeth, though. He's got a... The front grill in his vehicle mode can open up and reveal bunch of gun turrets and stuff like that. The uh, cyber key works in both modes to have a bunch of missile 
have him, like, missile shoots launch out out of the top of his uh, gun turret. And, uh, he comes with a knife. Which is actually kind of cool. Not really cool, but kind of cool. Uh, he can... Kind of disconcerting that, uh, the way it gets stored in vehicle mode is it gets shoved up his ass, but... <laughs> it's secure that way. Uh... Robot mode, like I said, looks also very similar to the uh, car version. Same as the transformation was for the car version. He can uh, hold the knife a bunch of different ways. Uh, Up and down? <laughs> he can either actually hold it in his fists, or he can uh, mount it inside uh, his sleeve and have it almost like a bayonet off of his fist, or bladed brass knuckles or something. Vehicle mode, he's practically armed to the teeth. He has the same turret mounted on his back. He's got four missile points, which have, like, a... Oh, I don't even want to bother counting those. That would take forever, but... Yeah, he can reveal tons of missiles. The articulations in robot mode's kind of eh, as far as that goes. And the backpack with all the missiles on it gets in the way of the arms articulation, which isn't all that great to begin with. The uh, legs can uh, do forward and backward, but you can't really rotate them any. It still manages to be a pretty cool toy, and it's got a definite charm to it, but it's not the greatest thing from Cybertron. It's fun, though, if you're looking for a nice toy, or if you're completely addicted to hotshot toys, like uh, certain webcomic artists are. And uh, So buy, no buy? Uh, if there are toys significantly higher on the buy list, but... If you're looking to buy one and you have the rest of the ones that you've been looking for, Cybertron Defense House Chat's probably worth it. There's one other cool thing that I was meaning to mention. He's actually got a point on where he can hold his cyber key pretty well. There's a little uh, tray slash slot on the back left quarter panel of his vehicle mode that fits his cyber key perfectly. It's nice. Now, if you if you were to change one thing about this, what would it be? Uh give him an articulated waist. And on a scale of 1 to 10, what would it be? Uh, 8.2. 8.2, not bad. So, right, so, so Sounds like a buy to me. Okay, so we're holding auditions for a host position, and if you would like to audition for it, we need you to record an audio file of yourself answering the question, which Transformer mold would you be? You can send that audio file to tfwire at gmail.com. And maybe I'll play it in a little uh, audio montage like the one I'm going to play for you right now. Curious here again in a slightly more subdued mood than last night. Uh... Hi, this is Matt Spada. Hello, my name's Chris Moore, and I'd like to audition for you. the opening you guys have. Um... Hi guys, my name is Anthony. Last week I was down at the European headquarters in Stockley Park being wined and dined by the executives and wearing my lovely fancy posh suit which is a uh, quite a rarity for me because being a lowly student I normally go around in scraggy shorts and a scruffy t-shirt with curry stains down the front. You might remember me from such listener topics as what G1 combiner group would you like to see in the Neo G1 line and when do you think Hasbro will realize that repaints suck? Right when I started really, you know, getting into the toys was right about the time Transformers was starting. So it was either Transformers or GoBots, and, you know, GoBots were a little hard to believe that guns, you know, lasers could shoot out of their, their hands. So went with Transformers. Loved them ever since. 
Generally, yeah, I would love to be a host on your show or a, a guest host on your show if all possible. I, if anything, I loved Beast Machines up to the last few episodes, so I would love to talk about that and go one-to-one -one with you guys on that. I would revise my answer as to what Transformer I would be from last night to being one of the uh, Japanese exclusive Transformers designed and marketed by Takara and never released on the US and UK shores and therefore not involved with Hasbro in any way because they have made it very clear this morning that they don't want to be involved with me in any way. I'm going to talk about my figure choice. I choose Transmetal 2 Waspinator. Or actually, I'm sorry, Transmetal 1 Waspinator. Why? Because back in college, back when I lived in a trailer, yes, a trailer, as in a trailer park, as in a modular home, that was my freshman dorm room. I guess if you asked me back in the 80s, when I was a kid, I'd probably have to go with uh, Braun. I always liked him. You know, he was one of the cheap toys your parents could buy you anytime. His specs were pretty outrageous. You know, he had a strength of 10, which led me to, to make it hard to believe that he could be stronger than the Dinobots. But hey, you know, specs don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Here is my idea if uh, there was a Transformer toy of myself. Um, first of all, it would have to be Ironhide, and instead of a red Ironhide, it would have to be orange. Why orange? Well, for some strange reason in the future, everything in terms of computer terminals and spaceship design, everything's orange, at least in the Transformers universe. And I think if he was orange, he wouldn't have been so easily killed off in Transformers the movie. In fact, since we are talking about robots in disguise, there's a good chance that he could have just camouflaged in with the rest of the ship there. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy this new audition tape. Thanks a lot, guys. I hope you give me a chance. Anyways, thanks for the chance. Let me know what happens. So, um, anyhow, uh, here's hoping to uh, consider this for the due passion. And uh, once again, my name is Anthony, and I hope to talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Okay, so on to listener topics. Listener topics. Indeed. This one, this one comes from Dan. Any ideas on what the BotCon 06 exclusives will be? None whatsoever. I'm guessing, I'm guessing they're not going to be a, um, a big package like they were last time. Oh, they might be. Ugh. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping <laughs> not as well, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were. Now, what what series do you guys think they'll they'll pull from? Last year's Renegon. I'm thinking this year's will be Cybertron. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping they take from Cybertron. You think they'll pay from, pull from Cybertron, and I don't know. It, it seems to me like they they might do some form of of a two pack with Superlink toys that combine to form something. Just because they had the option last year, but for whatever reason they didn't do it, and I just have some weird feeling in the my <laughs> gut that that we're going to get a two pack of of yeah. It'd be nice if they pulled in figures from various different lines. I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I mean, they kind of did that last year. We had um, Energon. We had Beast Wars, uh, Fusors. Yeah, we had the Fusors. The well, that's true. Whatever the insects were. So. And we had robots in disguise. Yeah. So, I like the fact that they did that, and they're not just pulling from whatever the newest one that they can get is. But. How about thematics? Any idea what we might be getting this year? As far as theme goes? 
No. No, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that they would continue the story that they started up last year that's supposed to be continued in the, the comic that, you know, hardly anyone is actually paying attention <laughs> to. Yeah. The other possibility I've heard people kicking around is a uh, pre-Earth modes for the uh, Beast Wars characters. Well, now that we've had glimpses of some pre-Earth mode uh, characters in uh, the Beast Wars comic, that's a, an actual possibility. Yep. I was also wondering if maybe we might get a Japanese import uh, painted. That would be kind of interesting. That would be nice. Like Something uh, that wasn't actually released on U.S. shores. Any examples of what you're talking about? It would be more like Lucky Draws done in American, or... No, like, uh, a lot of the, the Beast Wars Neo molds were never released here. Oh. Um, I'm sure they have access to those molds. I mean, they've kind of been slowly bringing them out here, using them when they see fit. Um... It would just be kind of nice. It would be cheaper because it's a brand new thing. People probably wouldn't be expecting a, a remold of it, just a repaint. So, and, there's and uh, tons they did of good note that they weren't that doing they any remolds for this one. I think. Who what? Did we hear something about them not doing any remolds for this year's stuff, or was that? I just don't think for so. The, just uh... that the remolds were more expensive than they were expecting. Hmm. I mean, if there were absolutely no remolds, I'm, I'm sure quite a few people would be upset. Yeah. Okay, so next question? Sure, next question. Alright, this one comes from Steven. What are each of you looking forward to most about the Transformers movie? Fanboy death threats about the voice actors being the wrong people or Megatron not being the right alt mode. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, I've, I've talked to... I'm good friends with uh, the manager of uh, one of the theaters in, this, in the town. And uh, he said that no matter what, they're going to have a midnight showing of Transformers the movie when it comes out because he's actually a, a, a big fan as well. So I'm looking forward to uh, midnight showing of the movie because, you know, the people who show up to the midnight movie have something emotionally invested in it, usually. And mm-hmm. it's just a, a great atmosphere to go see a movie um, with other people. And then, you know, of course, seeing how everything ends up playing out, the car chases, because there's one thing that I really like about Michael Bay's work, and it's the car chases. And, you know, he has a lot to work with here, so... What about you, Matrix? I'm looking forward to the transformation sequences. Because I know throughout the movie, most of them will probably be real quick, but I'm sure there'll be a few scenes where we actually get to see the detail in it and, and how the transformations accomplish. As far as aspects from actually within the movie that I might be looking forward to as opposed to the weird jokey thing I said earlier, just seeing how everything manages to play out and maybe how the they try to string the plot together without directly copying anything, but not all, also not straying too much from the mythos to piss everyone off. It'll take an interesting I think everyone's interested in seeing that. Because <laughs> it's going to be a fine line they're walking. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right, so, so that's it. 28 minutes? Yes. And Make five sure seconds. you uh, send any listener questions to uh, tfwire at gmail.com. We'll use them. Um, and, and you might get pancakes. And also make sure you, uh, if you're downloading this on Monday, make sure you uh, watch for the enhanced version, which will be out by Wednesday. So, and if you haven't already, check out the one from last week's. Uh, you get to see images of what we're actually talking about, and uh, yeah, you a also good get time to see a nice graffiti-looking picture of a silhouette of Optimus Prime. Yeah. So this is Pirated TV Pro saying, "Transform and transcend." <laughs>
I'll stop using that next week, I promise. <laughs> nah, just keep using it. It's great. This is OS64 saying, all work and no play, make Homer something something. And this is Matrix Prime using old Ryan Seacrest's old line, OUT! I admire T-F-Y-R. Oh, it brings me the news. But without D-Buster, I feel I'm a Step in.